straight out of Lincoln, Nebraska. You're listening to Athlete Nation, the Nation podcast. We're talking to athletes, coaches, and sports fans from across the country, bringing you their stories and experiences that go beyond the game of sports. Broadcasting from the heart of the nation, here are your hosts, Aaron Housengay and Will Bauer. Welcome to Athlete Nation's The Nation podcast. I'm Aaron Housengay, and he is Will Bauer. Well, it's just us two again today, no guests, but we do have a lot of stories in sports that deserve to be told. Oh yeah, I feel like we always have a bunch of fantastic stories. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the human spirit. It's always going to do incredible things. There's always incredible people doing amazing things, fighting through battles of adversity or just, you know, killing it. In, in the realm of sport, and it's awesome. We get to watch it and be amazed by these incredible people. Yeah, stories always, are always coming out, and they're always so different. There's always Everybody has a unique story, and that's like the best part about it, I think, is that everybody's unique, and it's just so special to watch, listen, and read. Mm-hmm. So. And, we get, and we get to share it with all of you listeners. It's awesome. It's awesome. We have a lot of great stories today. So first, we're going to be talking about an NFL player who's trying to make – he already achieved his NFL dream, but now he's trying to get back on the field once again. We'll also be talking about Rich Dower, who is a former Houston Astros first base coach. He recently retired. He had some medical issues, and he was and he was able to be honored at the Houston Astros home opener, I believe it was, by throwing out the first pitch to current manager AJ Hinch. Mm-hmm. And now, and we're also going to be talking about Jackson Lilly. He's a high school junior in Oklahoma. He goes to Jenks High School. He rang his high school's bell for defeating stage four cancer. So pretty great story. We'll, we'll go more in depth in that later in the show. But kicking it off today, we have Andre Ingram. I'm sure you heard his name if you've been paying attention to Sports Center or anything because this man's story is incredible. And he's in the top of all sports headlines right now. He's a huge story going on. Yeah, it's it, it's just crazy. So if you don't know, he was a basketball player playing in the G League, which is for, formerly known as the D-League, the Developmental League. It's the minor leagues for the National Basketball Association. He had played 10 years. Wow. 384 games, 10 years. I don't. That's probably got to be the longest because a lot of those guys that stay in there, they're young. They're maybe not ready to go to the NBA. There are very few veterans mm-hmm. in there, and they're moving up. And he was for so long in the G-League, and he got his time. He got called up, and he was a Los Angeles linker for – Two nights, I believe. Yes, he played the Clippers and the Rockets in the two in the last two games of the season, and he didn't disappoint. No, he didn't. He did not. Yeah, so he put up 19 points. He had three blocks, and he all pulled. He also pulled down three rebounds, and he shot six for eight. And you know, he's known in the G League. He is known for his shooting. He has the most career three pointers in the NBA, D League, and or G League now. So you know, he's got that good shot, and he showed that at Staples Center. Talk about performing when you get your opportunity mm-hmm. and you know taking your opportunities and really capitalizing off mm-hmm. of them it's incredible yeah definitely definitely and just in not just the, uh, I think another great thing about him is that off the court he's also doing great things as well he's tutoring middle schoolers and high schoolers in math and he says a big passion of his so he's he's a great guy mm-hmm. it's it's something he's found you know because it's it's not as full timey as playing in the NBA, playing in the G League is, and so he's had to do some other stuff. And he loves giving back to the kids. And he's also a pretty smart guy. He went to American University, has a mm. degree in physics. That is not an easy major. No, no, I don't think Aaron or I. I don't want to take that class. Nope. I would. I'm going to go as far as away from physics. But he also in that game, he got MVP chance. 
he got MVP chance when he went to the free throw line. And when he was asked about that, what was going through his mind when he heard that, he said, he said, I just was hoping that I would not miss that free throw. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You're getting MVP chance. You better make that free throw. Mm-hmm. He's capitalizing when he's given the opportunity, and it's a dream come true for mm-hmm. a guy who put in a lot of time and, you know, I'm sure never thought, you know, I or maybe he didn't always believe that, but that has to go through your head when you're mm-hmm. playing 10 years and you just feel so lost and so far away from achieving your goal, and then, boom, it's there mm-hmm. at the age of 32 years. Yeah, and I think just... Definitely, it made it, what made it easier for tra- I, if I was him, I think the transition been easy because he he felt so accept. I think he was there was so much acceptance for him going on the court with Chris Paul before he went out. He was greeting him like giving him high fives throughout the game, and everybody was loving him and the fans as well. Obviously with the MVP chance, so everybody loved him and and it, it, I I think it took the more pressure off his shoulders, which was really helpful. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure. So moving on, we mentioned it earlier, Stedman Bailey. He's trying to make an NFL comeback. He was he played three seasons mm-hmm. with the St. Louis Rams as a wide receiver, but unfortunately was injured on November 24th, 2015 in a drive-by shooting incident and was shot two times in the head. Fractured his skull. Mm-hmm. You know, it just in a really impactful injury and he is working to come back as an NFL player. Mhm. And it- I think most of the NFL community fans, teams, everybody thought his career was over right when that happened, and he's defined the odds, and he's cleared the play, and now he has a chance to make an NFL roster and come back and step back on the field. Nobody thought that would happen two years ago. Yeah, it's incredible because, I mean, two gunshot wounds to the hand, that's that's fatal. and Most people don't survive one. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. And then, you know, not only, like, just surviving that situation and moving past the injury. And, you know, a lot of times you live your life, but it's far different. But coming back and getting to back or getting to go back exactly to the way it was, or maybe not exactly the way it was, but, you know, just reaching that epitome of where you were physically after such a traumatic injury, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't he hasn't lost confidence in himself since the, since the incident, really. He... He said he never had a doubt in his mind that he'd play again. And he was 100% confident he'd be back on the field right when it happened. And he was right. And he hasn't lost confidence in himself. And he said in quotes, I can't be stopped. And he can't. If you take two shots to the head and you can still play football, you can't be stopped. I wish I was that inspiring. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, so yeah, his doctor cleared him to play. Now he just needs an NFL team to sign him. He's been at pro, uh, pro days. He went to Marshall's Pro Day. Last, uh, not not too long ago. So, yeah. So he's uh he's trying to make it, and he's I think he's doing he's I looked at some of his pro day stuff. He's not doing that bad, and he's in good condition. So it's gonna be a fun day when some team signs him, and we get a we all get to watch him and be in awe of his incredible comeback story. Mm. And he didn't he he wasn't that bad for the St. Louis Rams at the time. I think he was in his third year for the St. Louis Rams when it happened, and he wasn't doing that bad for them. And it's just. Hopefully he can do that for a team that he's that hopefully he's back on in this year's season. Yep. Definitely an incredible, inspiring story. Moving on, on Athlete Nation's The Nation podcast, Rich Dower. After collapsing at the World Series parade after the Houston Astros won the World Series last year, he was given a 3% chance to survive. Mm-hmm. And he came back, and Aaron, Aaron you, you explain it. You, you had the timeline figured out. 
So better than I did. So when they won the World Series, obviously everybody went. They celebrated, but then they went. All the players and coaches went back to their homes and their families to celebrate with them. And when he was home, he slipped at he slipped on I think it was kitchen floor, and he hit his head really hard on the floor, and he and. He said he didn't really feel any pain on the side of his head or anything. He didn't really feel any pain. But that was the main reason of his collapse in the parade the next day after. Because what had been happening, he had a subdural hematoma. Yeah. Which, quick anatomy lesson, is basically he had bleeding, Inter- internal bleeding, mm-hmm. and it was building up, and that's what caused the blackout or the, the fall, the pass out later that day was the pooling blood. Yeah, and he, and he told one of his uh, his coaches that he wasn't feeling too great, so they were just keeping notice of that and just watching and making sure everything was okay and being cautious about it, and he just collapsed during the middle of the parade, and that's just scary for the fans, the team. You don't want that happening when you're trying to celebrate your first World Series. Yeah, no, and, it, and it's such like a, you know, you go from being World Series champions to oh my gosh, what just happened? And We might lose our coach, one yeah. of our coaches. It's such a drastic change within you know, a matter of days. Mm-hmm. But then after you went to the hospital on November 3rd, they, did, they went and did a couple, they did a surgery, and, and he was on a breathing tube for a little bit, but then he went off after I think two or three days, and then his 3% chance of living went to 100%. He was fine. He Went out of the hospital on November fifteenth. He was he went from cr- critical condition to leaving the hospital in under two weeks. That's just insane. And his wife calls him a walking miracle, oh. and he is. You have a ninety-seven percent chance to to die, and you defeat those odds. Yep, something crazy. That's in- incredible. That and he got to be honored by the Houston Astros organization mm-hmm. throwing at the first pitch on opening or on the home opener for the Houston Astros this year to his. Former colleague, A.J. Hinch, the manager of the Houston Astros. Very emotional moment. He was he was crying on the mound, and I would too, because he, he probably wasn't expecting to be there. Mm-hmm. So, definitely. and uh, All the emotions just hit you at once. Mm-hmm. And the Astros were not just celebrating that World Series that day. They were also celebrating Rich Dower and his him defying the odds of surviving. And getting out of the hospital within two weeks. That's just an amazing story. Another incredible story here in sports. Moving on, Jackson Lilly, a junior at Jenks High School in Oklahoma, was diagnosed with stage 4 lymphoma. Stage 4, obviously pretty far on in the process. Probably also not battling very good odds if you're Jackson Lilly. Mm -hmm. But he beat it after going through seven surgeries, chemo, radiation, and his team was able to honor him as he got his personal best in the weight room. He was able to ring the classic school bell mm-hmm. to signify that he got his personal best. Yep, and above the bell, it said, I am Trojan. So he was at Jenks High School, and so achieving your personal best, that is definitely uh, achieving something. You defeated stage 4 lymphoma, and and he initially thought, when he, when he initially started feeling ill, he thought it was... A stomach bug that he got from Guatemala. He was on vacation in Guatemala with his family, and he thought it was from that, but it turned out to be way worse. But he defeated the odds. A year later, he is cancer-free, and he is an amazing story to watch. And that video, if you haven't seen that video, we we posted it on our Twitter page. It's chills. You get chills watching it because he's just walking down past his football teammates. Everybody's cheering him on, and then he rings the bell, and everybody just mobs him. It's just chills because... I I bet you, like I said before, I bet you nobody was expecting that nope. to happen. No, a very special moment that the team was able to 
share and bond over and, and, and another incredible story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and Jackson said it was a team effort. And he, he couldn't do it without his teammates, and he said that clearly in all the interviews he had with all media outlets. He, he said it was a team effort, and all the football team, his football teammates shaved their heads in solidarity for him, and the whole school is behind him. You can't ask much more for that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be it for the Nation podcast today. If you want to learn more about all these great stories in Andre Ingram, Stephen Bailey, Rich Dower, and Jackson Lee, you can just go to our Twitter page or you can just look them up online. There are huge hits right now all over social media, all over internet. So make sure to go go look them up, go learn more about their stories, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook so you can hear about the, sto- the stories and sports that deserve to be told. Also, make sure to go check out our past podcast. We talk about some incredible people. You know, these are just a few. There's always going to be triumphs and trials. The human spirit is amazing. So go check out our past podcast as well on soundcloud.com. Go check them out. For Aaron Housengate, I'm Will Bauer. This has been Athlete Nations, The Nation Podcast. You've been listening to Athlete Nations, The Nation Podcast with Aaron Housengate and Will Bauer. To learn more about Athlete Nation, follow us on social media and visit athletenation.org.